0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, what's up? Is BC. I have a special guest for you today on our podcast, Supreme Being. We're on every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. A shout out to Team BC, my real estate team. They sponsor this podcast. Shout out to Modern Success, my coaching program. Um, and today we have a special guest who has chosen to remain anonymous. This is somebody who uh, works in and around the law enforcement type of uh, career and in, uh, in and around, we can say, the Portland area. And I wanted to bring this individual on because they have a lot to discuss about the matter. You guys know I've been very outspoken about what's been going on in the world since, in quotes, I don't know if we can say this anymore, COVID started and all this mess. So welcome my friend to the show. Thank you. So, uh, I mean, we can just start with a little bit of background, Um, you know, whatever you wanna divulge, whatever you don't wanna say, that's fine too, but just give us a background of kind of the general kind of thing that you're doing what you're involved with so people have an idea before we jump into it
1: sure um i am a police officer i'll just throw that out there (laughs) i have been for 20 years now um i've done everything you can do i've been a canine officer i've been a a narcotics detective undercover narcotics detective i've been uh, on a SWAT team um and uh after 20 years i'm you know i got 5 years left of my career and i'm ready to punch out and and uh just be done with it it's the the culture's gotten so bad the society's gotten so bad and so negative against law enforcement that it's you know every day i go to work's a liability to me hmm.
0: when did you start seeing that shift initially in regards to the culture like you just specifically referenced
1: i would say probably the ferguson uh incident um, is, is when things started going, they weren't so bad, but in the last two years, it's just gotten ridiculous. I mean, to the point where, you know, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, especially in this climate, in this state, um, that, you know, anytime I get on my car, I face the possibility of going to jail. It's a, it's a, it seems to be a race with the DA's offices around here of who's going who's gonna to hang up a cop first.
0: So, what's it like working every day with that type of pressure and kind of that kind of thought process? I mean, I'm sure it's very uncomfortable, right?
1: Yeah, it's super uncomfortable. I mean, you gotta you gotta measure every word, you gotta measure every move. Um, we're becoming more and more like firefighters. We don't, you know, we just go sit in a spot and wait for a call. Um, the smart ones do anyway, because you know, why would you go out and and intentionally contact somebody and and put up with the BS that you're gonna have to put up with? And then potentially get sued or doxxed or, you know, any of these other things that, I mean, people are freaking evil now around here. Hmm. So
0: That's crazy, man. So uh, as far as like your effectiveness as a police officer, let's say before all this crap, you can be a 10 out of 10 and do do what you feel is like doing your job, right? Without yeah. dealing with all this crap. What would you rate your ability to do your job now actually effectively, like on a scale from <laughs> one to 10?
1: Oh, I would say probably a two or a three. I mean, here in uh, the great state of Oregon, we've decided to decriminalize all drugs, so you know you you, you can't you know those crimes have gone away. Uh, like I said, it's more of a reaction reactive than proactive now. Um, you know, I'm you, I, unless you almost run into me, you're pretty safe not getting pulled over by me. Um, you know, it's, it's just uh, that, yeah, our, our hands are tied. You know, you, you, the only place you're kind of, and, and my, my administration where I work is great. They are um, a little more conservative than a lot of cities around here. Uh, they, you know, but yeah, I mean, we get people call because they saw us on a traffic stop without a mask or they saw us outside of our car without wearing our muzzle. I mean, it's, it's that ridiculous.
0: Yeah, that's a little thats a little bit of an overreach right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Literally call your department and say, so-and-so officer wasn't wearing his mask and he was outside of his car. Like, it's that yeah. bad.
1: Yeah, we're, you know, outside, not in your house. I mean, I go in people's houses all the time. I wear my mask, um, you know, more just to keep the heat off my boss. Um, but, you know, I'll walk into your house, whatever you call, I'll come in. my mask on people will be like you know whoever i'm going to talk to be like oh sorry i didn't i need to grab my mask i'm like it's your house you i gotta wear a mask so i don't get fired but you can do whatever you want besides your own house
0: so the areas that you're working people you're dealing with um especially now that you effectively can't really do your job as you normally would how has that affected uh, crime levels in the areas that you're working
1: Uh, it's, it's gone up. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, it's got a, there, there, there's so many compounding factors with our uh, crime levels. Like, you know, our housing rates are going through the roof. Mm -hmm. Jobs are going down. People are getting paid to stay at home. Uh, homelessness is becoming a huge problem in our city. Um, we used to, you know, five years ago, we would have a few transients and, and, uh, you know, we basically had a rapport with all of them and, you know, it'd be like, "Hey, man, you're drunk. Go get outside the public eye. Just go, you know, back to your camp or whatever." Um, but it's it's gotten it, it's gotten ridiculous. Crime cr- crime rates are without a doubt going up. Um, they we, we don't get a lot of homicides and stuff like that. But even and and I kind of blame this. And it's actually statistically, and I can't quote the stats because I don't have them in front of me. But uh, things like suicide has gone through the roof because people are you know isolated in their house domestic violence has gone out of this world you got uh child sex abuse has gone up you know all a lot of that can be also attributed to the to the pandemic um and people not being able to leave their house um you know things like that are just getting, getting out of control not to mention the you know the regular frauds and you know, thefts and, you know, we can't take people to jail for misdemeanors uh, in my county because the jails decided to take advantage of this uh, pandemic thing. So they're not accepting misdemeanors unless it's a domestic violence. Um, So, you know, essentially you 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 get a free ride to go steal whatever you want. So, because, you know, unless it's over a thousand bucks, you're not going to jail. So it's just, it's ridiculous.
0: So in essence, it's kind of incentivized those types of crimes then, right?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I can, I can write you, you know, the most I can do is write you a ticket, uh, uh, summons to come to court, basically, give you a court date, tear that up, a warrant comes out, still a misdemeanor. So, you know, see you again, give you another one, you know, it's just this, this ever revolving cycle.
0: So my, my question becomes almost like, I mean, maybe from your perspective, because you're actually working it, why do you think the media has like spun things out of control and been so anti like police? Like, why do you think they're doing that?
1: I think a lot of it has to do with uh, we're loathing fruit. It's easy to, you know, everybody's had, not everybody, a large portion of people have had a bad experience with police officers, you know, from either, you know, from a parking ticket on up to going to prison. Yeah. So we're, we're low-hanging fruit. People can, um, you know, can go after us. It's also a way to, you know, divide the country. Um, you know, it gives everybody something to focus, you know, to, to, to hate. You know, mm-hmm. love this group because this group is evil, you know, kind of thing. Um, there's, you know, there's... Man, it is. that would be a hard hard question to say definitively. I mean, realistically, if you look at the statistically law enforcement, I mean, doctors screw up more than cops do. And law enforcement has such a high standard of, mm-hmm. you know, what, of, of what, what we have to do. We have to, uh, you know, we have to pass background, a background, a huge background to get a job. Um, we have to, you know, if you, if you screw up, if you trip up a little bit, you get a letter in your file. If you trip up some more, you get some days at the beach, which, you know, some days off, um, you know, and you screw up again, you're, you're done. And and as far as, you know, people, people screaming about us being racist, uh, in law enforcement, I pulled this up earlier today, in law enforcement, um, 15.5% of police officers are black and in society, In the United States, 12.3% of people are, are black. So it's not, we're not, we're not racist. We're not, you know, everybody thinks we're, we're racist. It's a, it's a talking point on, you know, CNN or MSNBC or whatever, you know, it's, it's just something to stir the masses, I think is what it is.
0: And it's just convenient, I think you know, and you said it, I think it's just a distraction, you know when the real trouble's over here, we're not going to show you this hand, we're going to show you this one right, right? and then right. When, when you look at it statistically though, you're right, and then I think there was like I hear Larry Elder talk about this all the time. He's like there was like you know twenty million police interactions last year, you know, one thousand ended up in gunfire or some sort of altercation, like he says it, and he breaks it down, and it's like five Hispanics got killed, unarmed, eight black, and like twenty white right but that's the major issue and then he talks about well chicago you know last weekend 53 people got shot and 40 died right yeah i like, mean that's the uh, real problem
1: yeah and and you know you think about it i mean okay so you take your wife in for surgery or whatever mm-hmm. and then the you know doctor screws that up and your wife dies on the table does that make the news no and that happens way more often than you know a, a police officer screwing up and nobody is harder on on police officers than other police officers. I, I'm not saying we're all perfect because I've known a couple bad eggs and and I've seen people do some stupid things. We're not perfect um, by by a long shot, but I, I would I would you know I, I would say that more more of a percentage of us are, are good than uh, way higher percentage of us. I'd yeah. say one or two percent are screw ups. We we I mean if you came into our building where our you know our where we're safe to talk amongst each other, um, you know you get a guy who's doing something stupid, lazy, whatever, and we ride them like rented mules. I mean, it's 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 brutal in there. Yeah. So you know we're we're harder on each other than we are you know than any other industry I would venture to guess yeah maybe did not you, construction but you
0: feel like what's been happening in the media too like for the good the good guys that's really kind of round them up and, and kind of cause more camaraderie to do better you know with all the crap going on in the media
1: oh absolutely and it's a it's a it's an ongoing thing i mean it's it's always you know we're we're reminding each other and reminding ourselves hey you know there's a camera on you know everybody's got a camera nowadays you gotta you gotta you you got to do everything right, and not that that's been a problem. But the other part of that is you also second guess um, everything you do. I mean, the other couple a month or so ago, I was uh, I was dispatched to a shoplift. Somebody stole a BB gun out one of the local store's something that you would get a ticket for. Mm-hmm. So I pull, I find the guy I'm familiar with. Him, he's crazy, but he's a black guy. So I get out of my car, I go up. I start talking to him. I'm like, Hey dude, you know, drop the BB gun, drop your bike. You know, let's just, you know, get this over with time to give you a ticket. And he kind of like, he takes an aggressive stance towards me. He starts reaching for his pockets and stuff. I'm like, Hey man, let's not reach for your pockets. And then uh, he pulls something out of one of his pockets. I couldn't see. So I kind of repositioned and he pulls a knife. He pulled a knife on me. So I'm like, I pull my gun out and I'm like, dude, I'm going to kill you if you don't drop the knife. So he finally drops the knife, but man, oh man, it's the the whole, you know, five years ago, if I had seen a guy pull a knife on me, I don't care what color his skin is, you know, it's on, it's, it, yeah. you know, you, you don't pull a knife on a cop. You don't pull yeah. a knife on anybody, you know, especially if they're got more than a knife on them. Right. But My, my thought is like, man, oh man, I, you know i'm just waiting for cnn to show up
0: <laughs> so i know and almost to the point where you would feel like that'd be a setup because like you know that that uh scenario you just described i couldn't imagine doing that like me yeah. being in that scenario being told don't reach for your pockets and i reach for it go in and pull something out like to me that's a recipe to to get killed yeah justifiably so because you're resisting right so the right. one question i wanted to throw to you dude is like, what advice do you have for people in regards to like, if they do come across like a police officer today, because, you know, they're going to be probably a little bit on edge and a little bit, you know, with this whole media thing, as far as their procedural, like what they're supposed to do, what they're supposed to say, things not to do and to do. What would you recommend to somebody right now? Because I think that's probably one of the most important things today. You know,
1: you know right now I've, I've seen the little videos and heard the, heard the talks about, you know, put your hands at 10 and 2 on the wheel and yes, sir, no, sir, or, and all this stuff. The thing is, is just be cool, just be a human freaking being. That's all we ask is yeah. don't do stupid shit. Don't grab for your waistband. Don't grab for your, you know, if I say, Hey, do you have any weapons on you? And You say you have, I have a knife and you reach in your pocket, don't do that. Just let me get it out of your pocket. It's not that big of a deal. I don't care if you have a knife, everybody has got a freaking knife, you know, stuff like that. It's just like just be a decent freaking human and just yeah. you know, we're we're not out judging you it's it's yeah. you know if i pull you over we can talk we can chat chances are you're not going to get a ticket because you know i'm just not that ticket guy but uh you know just you know and, it, and if it's something sketch if you're you know you're driving in the middle of the night and a bunch of cops show up and you think just understand that there's a lot of situations that you don't know about that you know we could your car could match a description and you're you're you know of a of a wanted person. You could match the description of one person. Just understand that at the end of the day, if you're not that person that we're looking for, you're going to go. You're going to go free, and and with our you know sincerest apologies for wasting your time. Yeah. But you know we have a job to do, and we we want to go home. We want to go see our families, and we want you to go home and go see your family. Mm-hmm. We don't want to get in a fight. We don't want to get hurt. We don't want you to get hurt. So that's just basically the thing. Is you know if you if you get contacted by the police, just be respectful. I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to. And, and this is the the dope cop in me because, you know, you have to establish a rapport with people. So I, I'm not the the yes sir, no sir kind of guy. You know, I, I talk, I, I made a living talking to tweakers and junkies for five years. So, you know, I, I would prefer just have a natural conversation with somebody or natural interaction with somebody and just, you know, don't lie. Don't do something stupid. Just be be cool. That's all. That's all we ask.
0: Yeah. And and that's great, dude. And and just people refuse to do it. I've been in cars before where we get pulled over and people start mouthing off. I'm like, man, shut up. Like why you're creating a problem. And then when we leave here, you'll complain about it, that we were mistreated when you were literally hollering and screaming before the person even walked up to our window. Right. Yeah. And,
1: and, and and understand, you know what, my favorite thing is you get your cell phone out, you you video me. Yeah. I can, I'm videoing it too. You know, if you ran a red light and you want to argue with it, let's argue with it about it, Yeah. but we'll do it in court when I'm getting paid overtime and, you know, I'll show the video and I'm not lying. I'm not lying to you. You, if I saw you run a red light, it's likely on camera. (laughs) So just say, all right. And you know, if you, if you have a beef with it, just, you can state your case. You can be like, Hey, I was in a hurry. I had to take a crap or something, you know, whatever okay, we can, we can take it. I take everything on a case by case basis anyway. And I would say most cops do anyone that has any experience and does um, most cops take everything on a case by case basis. So if there's a, not a legal reason, but if there's a legit reason that, that you, you know, budged on something, maybe you're going a little bit fast or something you're like, Hey, I really got to piss, you know, I, okay, let's, let's get you out of here and but don't, don't argue with me. And if you, if I do decide to give you a ticket um, you know, like I said, there's a time and a place to argue. I'm standing with 18 wheelers going past me, 18 inches away from me or three feet away from me and, and, you know, cars and, you know, people and chaos. I don't want to stand on the side of the highway next to your car any more than you want to be parked on the side of the highway. I mean, just, I would welcome people to come out and stand next to my car and talk to talk to me for a while (laughs) because, Man, it gets pretty, pretty,
0: uh, you know, crazy out there. I bet. What do you think? And this is kind of one of the final questions and we'll start wrapping it up. What do you think is going to be required for some of the stuff to start changing and shift the culture? Because that's really what it's about. This is a cultural thing. I don't think it's a police thing. I think it's a cultural thing and a media thing because they prey on people. So is it just that? Or do you think something else is going to have to happen that you you think is going to cause some change so we can, you know?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, culturally, I think it's you know in some places it's it's too far gone um i i think because the thing is is now now people are creating laws to limit what we do and they're creating all these laws well laws are hard to uncreate so once they're on the books it it takes some do it takes a a complete a complete new set of lawmakers to come in and be like that's a stupid law with a complete different perspective so i think you know especially in certain states you know the the east coast and the west coast states it you know we're dangling off a cliff right now it's it's just if if you know my my advice i don't know if you could fix it i mean you just maybe maybe once people start feeling the pinch because everybody's fleeing everybody's clean this job. I mean, I'm looking, i I got my real estate license. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to go make some money otherwise and replace my income and punch out just because screw the retirement. Don't, you know, and, you know, for cops out there who, who, and I'm going on a tangent, but for, for guys out there that are, that are police officers and they love their job. I don't love your job, but I understand, you know, also, understand your geography and and the makeup. You, if you love your job, move to a small town, mm-hmm. go do the job there where people are more appreciative, or go move to the Midwest or Texas is hiring or Florida or yeah. whoever. There's there's other places to go. If if you you know if you think uh, if you're in the same same boat I am and your your eyes are open and you see the writings on the wall, man find a side hustle and just get ready because when 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 the door opens when all these policies come through and all these laws are made and stuff like that you're gonna you're gonna need something to walk out the door you're just gonna need something and don't 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 keep following that retirement carrot I mean in Oregon if I retired to well if I retired on my pay it, it would be a decent retirement, but it's still, it would be, uh, basically 60% of what I'm making now. That's not, yeah, you know, that's not, that's not great. That's not great money. It, or, you know, when I could go, Oh, I could go learn how to operate a crane for 40 bucks an hour or 60 bucks an hour, or I could yeah. go, you know, do a trade, become an electrician, become a real estate agent, you know, yeah. stuff like that. There's, there's other options out there. I, I think, you know, for Oregon, Washington, California, probably New York, Minnesota which I that just blows my mind because my family's from Minnesota and it seems like farmers and fishermen out there I don't yeah. understand why that's the hotbed of liberal uh, ideology but you know and the, all these towns if you're if you're in Chicago whatever I would I would start looking to get out I mean a lot of people are I mean you look at Seattle PD they're down you know three 400 people they're in 1980s staffing level right now it's ridiculous. Oh. Portland is no better off. So they yeah. they have, you know, they're in the 90s, but they're falling yeah. fast. So I don't know if there's a way to change it. Um, if there was, I would be all on board. Um, but I, I don't. I don't think social workers are gonna uh, solve the problems. I mean, I don't think. You know, you get a, you get a, and we have social workers that work for our department but you get some dude who's going nuts on main street or whatever and and doing crazy shit that social worker is not going to not equipped to deal with that guy should he turn his rage on the social worker i am mm-hmm. equipped to handle that but a social worker is just going to end up getting their ass kicked yep i mean bottom line yeah so i i don't know i don't think social i i I think there are some things that are coming through that are, are, are pretty good. You know, like I said, the social worker thing, we have one, she's great. She, she helps out. She, uh, she's available to come out on our calls and stuff, but she comes out with us and it's not, she, she doesn't go. If she needs to go talk to somebody at their house or something, we go with her. So, and it's awesome because, you know, it's a great resource. Yeah but that would you know that that's not going to solve the problem the, the problem is is you can riot and burn down a major city and nobody bats a die and nobody gives a shit right uh but if you go in there waving american flags and <laughs> you know being peaceful marching down the street trying to say you know Whatever needs to, whatever you think needs to be said, exercise your First Amendment right. Everybody loses their mind. Yeah. Oh my God. And you didn't hurt a soul. I mean, look at the guy who, uh, who was hunted down by Antifa, and and killed, because he's a right wing. You know, he was a Trump supporter. Basically, yeah. that was the reason he was killed. Nobody knew that guy. That person that shot him didn't know him. Yeah. Shot him out in cold blood in yeah. portland i mean that's ridiculous so but but that that's okay but yeah. actually exercising your first amendment rights is is you know this this whole i watched your video today talking about uh
0: cancel culture about
1: cancel culture and i was like amen man i mean you're you, you hit the nail on the head yeah um you know i you're you're moving to florida you're going to you know greener pastures. And what, what I love about Florida is Florida is probably, I would venture to say Florida is one of the most diverse States in the United States. I mean, For sure. huge Latino mm-hmm. concentration, you, you know, uh, minorities everywhere. And they're still, you know, they're still red basically. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're still, you know, and, and you know, I, I know a lot of people, there's a lot of people in Oregon that are, 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 are Latino and a lot of people are black and well, not, not, not a lot like um, compared to Chicago, Atlanta and stuff like that. But, you know, like they're, they're hardworking people. I don't fault anybody for the color of their skin or your, your ethnic makeup. If you're an asshole, you're an asshole. If you're right. white, you're still an asshole. If you're black, you're still 100%. an asshole. If you're Latino, and, and I was talking, it was weird. I was sitting there talking to our, we have a homeless liaison officer because it's a huge problem. And I was talking to him and we were talking about this guy who people keep calling in because he carries around a BB gun in his backpack, which is perfectly legal. And we were talking about who it was. And I was like, it's the Hispanic guy. And he's like, oh, okay, it's so-and-so. And I was like, you know what is? You know something? We don't have, we have one Hispanic transient person. I mean, it's not a huge Hispanic problem because they are hard workers. They are big into family. If you, if you were, you know, if you were, they have values, they have principles, they have morals. If you were, you know, if you were on hard times and, and saying your family would, you know, take you in, help you out. And, and, you know, maybe, maybe we can learn a lesson from that culture, you know? So anyway, that's my,
0: soapbox moment <laughs> love it man. <laughs> well hey dude we're definitely going to do this again i'm going to wrap it up here um, appreciate you coming on maybe we can have you on maybe uh, after i move and i'm all settled in and we can continue the the talk because hearing it from your perspective i think is cool and i know this episode will get a lot of downloads because this is a hot topic and i just think yeah. it's something people need to hear from from the source versus just hearing it from us because we're on the outside right it's different yeah. hearing it from you because you're in it every day
1: yeah yeah and and you know what i'm i'm happy to uh, I'm whenever you want i'm I'm happy to, I'm off during the week. So I'm happy to jump on here and and talk whenever you want. So I appreciate the opportunity to come on here and, and at least vent a little bit.
0: (laughs) No, man. All right. We'll see you soon on the next episode.
1: All right, brother.